uh, good day to you wherever you're at, and uh, I'm right here in front of you, so thank God for this moment of time, and I, I have something to share today that I want you to take to heart. Uh, actually, it's quite an important thing, and, and a bit of a warning uh, that I really feel like I had to deliver this day. I always love to teach on faith and, and bring people into that realm, and uh, we'll continue to do so. But today there's something uh, really struck me, and it's the Spirit of God, I know, because I know, that I know when I'm supposed to deliver something that might impact your life. So uh, there you go. That's, that may sound a little strong, but I just ask the Lord to... Uh, bring the Holy Spirit here to uh, to give me the right words and to open your hearts so you hear and understand what is to be said this day. So in Jesus' name, I'm thankful for it. You know, I want to just start out with a little bit of a scripture over here, and I'll talk about this some. But it says in Jeremiah 17, 5, um, it's, uh, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Now that's blessed is the man or woman who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. And it talks about here what, what that is all about. And it says uh, in verse 8, it says, For he or she shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Anyway, I'll start, I'll go back to this because in verse 5 it talks about the cursed is the man. Now I want to share something that's, uh, that you should be paying attention to this day. Uh, you know, we all know in this land, uh, in our state, in the United States, and maybe other areas, uh, there's, there's an elections coming up. And, you know, elections require uh, people to step up, and they're humans, and some are this or some are that. But there's a vast, vast division right now uh, in our nation between somewhat, I would call, light and dark. It's a division. But there's another division that is not so sweet. And that's the division among Christians right now. We cannot be divided. We must not be divided. I want to tell you something. Uh, if you want your life blessed, do not allow division to come into the Christian community uh, regarding this thing coming up called an election. Now, I will, I'll be very specific about this. And <laughs> I, I want you to hear this. Uh, there was a time, uh, not very long ago, uh, exactly, uh, there was a meeting that I was to be involved with, uh, more or less just to be there. Uh, although I was, they knew me and so on and so forth. But it was an election that uh, I, I, was bringing forth, filling a gap. They needed someone, a candidate, or someone to be appointed to a certain position. Well, that afternoon, before that happened, the Lord gave me this scripture. I did not know where this was in the Bible. I did not know it. And so I opened this up, and here's what it says. And I do want you to listen to this. It was like this was speaking to me. In verse Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17, Son of man... I have made you a watchman over the house of Israel. Therefore, hear, and hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. 
When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give them no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will not require of your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you shall be delivered, uh, you have delivered your soul. Uh, can, if you can imagine, there was a time in that meeting, and it was like the Lord said, now's the time. I felt it in my heart. You say, God speak to you? Well, speaks to you too, honestly. Why? Because the Spirit of God resides in you. If you're a, a true Christian, you're born again. You're blood, blood-bought Christian, child of God. So anyway, let's, let's look at this right now. He had me deliver this thing because you know what? Out of all the things that you'd be looking at in these elections, and I know right now there's strife out there. The people say, well, this person said that, that person did that. But there is one benchmark that you better not overlook, and that's murder. The sixth commandment is thou shalt not kill. That actually can be rendered murder. We're looking at abortion right now. So no matter what you feel about candidates, whatever, you must. I, this is a warning. I'm telling you, I'd rather talk about something else. You must not allow a murderer to take over any office. That means anyone, anyone who is actually endorsing what I'm talking about right now. And I'll, I'll just be careful here. So this is, goes out. You must choose candidates that believe in living, the life. You must. You must. Now, you know, I've learned throughout the years there's two kind of sins. And I don't talk about sin a whole lot because Jesus forgave our sins. However, there's a sin of commission, and that's where you commit certain sins. But there's a sin of omission. That means you something you don't do that could stop evil. So when you're going into that voting booth or you're talking to your friends in this particular time, I want you to consider these words. I want you to consider that you might hold the strings to life. Not only in, in a situation that you may not be thinking about, but you may need to warn some friends around you the real issue. The issue isn't about I mean, I know all these issues. I, I'm familiar with what's going on. I really am. There's this and there's that. But I just gave you the benchmark for your voting decisions. There's no other one as far as you're concerned. This is the one that God cares about. This is the one that makes a lot of difference in where we go from here. So, you know, brothers and sisters, I, I hope this hasn't uh, pulled you down. I want to lift you up right now because I want you free. And, and I would rather have somebody else deliver a warning like this than me. But at the same time, God put it on my heart because I know it's important. And I know it will affect some of your lives. You know, just to, just to cap that off here, and I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more where I started today over in Jeremiah 17. We talked about blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. And it even in a day of drought, you know, there's, there's a lot of things coming down right now. But you know what? You, you get your mindset and your whole 
heart focused on God and the Lord and the Jesus Christ that sets you free. Uh, and I'm telling you what, we don't have to fear when drought comes. God will take care of us. He'll sustain us. And you say, well, yeah, that sounds good for me. But I'm telling you, in all these years, um, God has never let Sandy and I down. He's never let us down, ever. Even in those terrible, terrible times that we thought there was no way out, we never gave up. We don't give in. We didn't, didn't run. We never ran from it. And, and God has just continually sustained our life and blessed us mightily in some areas. So be encouraged this day. If you've not made Jesus the Lord of your life, that's simple. Say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to come into my life right now and set me free. And so God bless you. I want you to have a great day. I want you to take these words to heart. Again, read it yourself. Uh, Ezekiel 3, chapter 17, or verse 17, 18, and 19. And, and also Jeremiah 17, uh, verses 5 through, uh, through 10. Look them up. Anyway, God bless you. Love you very much.